Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. What makes this channel different is I stay in my lane, but I'm also cautiously curious. And when I do that, I go out and find experts who have experience that I do not have. And we are going to talk about NFTs. So you knew I had to bring on a millennial because <laughs> I don't get it. But Mike, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing very well. Please do not refer to me as a crypto or NFT expert. <laughs> I know about them. I am much better with real estate. I'm happy to share what I know. But no, I do not claim being an expert. Some maximalist in the comments will roast me. Yeah, let's, uh, I'll delete it. I'll delete it if they're mean. <laughs> Don't worry. But I had to come to you, man, because I uh, this NFT thing is taking off. I, I'm obviously a fan of Gary Vee. You've heard me say that a lot of mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. He has created his little V whatever village or whatever he calls oh, yeah. it. And made, I think he, I think I saw an interview where he's made like $150 million from them, right? The original yep. sale, plus he gets 10% of the follow on sale. Oh, yeah. Any oh, kind yeah. Of transacts. So mm-hmm. it's NFTs could be the way that Gary Vee buys the New York Jets. Possibly. I mean, it's, you know, if he makes could, enough money off it. Yeah, could be. I mean, so I don't get it. Uh, an NFT to me is a JPEG. It's a, hey, it's a high right. quality right. JPEG. Just a picture. Or picture. Yeah. And, I don't get it. Sure. So what am I missing? I just got to be lots of things I'm missing. So to start right out the bat, uh, just like I've mentioned before, don't just sneeze at, laugh at, and dismiss new technology. Absolutely. Yeah. Is it completely being overhyped? Are 99% of all the NFTs that exist right now today probably going to go to zero? Yes. But the technology behind it and the couple of successful ones will retain some of their value, maybe not as overinflated as they are now. And then once we decide how we're going to use that technology uh, to move forward, it's going to explode and start to, you'll start to see it in everyday life. So, all right. So what am I, so again, I research blockchain, smart contracts from Ethereum. I get mm-hmm. it. Are, is there other technology components that maybe I'm not appreciating when the, you know, when, when you say NFT? I don't know if it's that it's necessarily the technology because the technology is just related to blockchain and okay. the fact that you can you can create something as we mentioned earlier with title companies. One of the things you have to do when you look at the title of a house as you're buying a property, you got to make sure there's no existing liens, that the title is legitimate, they have the authority to actually make the sale because otherwise you buy that house, someone comes and sues you later, that's not a good time. One of the things that the blockchain does, as we had mentioned in the last video when we explained it, is it can help you authenticate a record of something. Okay. As I was telling you earlier, you know how there's always there's a copy of a previous, the previous copy, and then the previous copy they, that you can trace all the way back for years to the genesis of it, who owned it, what they sold it for, who they sold it to. So when you do something like a title and put that on the blockchain and you authenticate, it makes it much easier to authenticate it and to make sure there's no liens on it and that it hasn't been tampered with. So there's one practical application of an NFT right there. So you can already start to see, okay, I understand how that could be valuable. It makes title companies' jobs and values kind of go away. We might be able to just take the technology on the Ethereum blockchain and just verify it person to person. Okay, all right, I get that. But we're still talking about a picture. 
Right. So, okay. So then why does today's current NFTs have some value? Do you mind if I share my screen with you? I please do. Cause I, again, I'm, I want to know I'm ca I'm cautiously curious. So please. Okay. All right. What I want to share with you right now are these. Now, most people have probably seen these on Instagram or Facebook or something like this. This is called the Bored Apes NFT. It's probably the most popular NFT. And what you're talking about is exactly right. I don't own any of these pictures, but look, I can just click on it. Yeah. And now I well, and now I can download that and I'll own a copy of this random, you know, dude wearing a blue, blue suit um, or yellow suit. Why is it, why does it have value? And so someone out there owns the original. Now, why do these particular NFTs have value? Whether well, it's from the Bored Apes Yacht Club. So a bunch of really, really rich dudes who already had a ton of money mm -hmm. decided to create this version of an NFT, this unique symbol, just like, uh, just like if you're in an, an outlaw motorcycle gang, in order to get your cuts and your, your, your labels and stuff on your jackets, you have to do a certain amount of time. And, that, and even though that patch that they're putting on the jacket really only costs 20 bucks to buy, it's the social currency behind their standing with their motorcycle gang to put that patch on their back. Same thing with the Board Yachts Club. We got a bunch of money. We own these yachts. We're going to make these. And if you have one of these, it's, it means that you're part of our club. Right. And so it's the social value behind it. When somebody goes out and buys a Lambo to, to go make videos on YouTube and be a Instagram influencer, mm. it's, it's the legitimacy that pulling up in a Lambo has that makes people want to follow them. Hey, that guy's really rich and successful. He owns a Lamborghini. He must know what he's talking about. I'm going to give his opinion more credibility. When someone rolls up with a bored ape Oh, wow, those are very expensive. It means that you're part of the Bored Apes Yacht Club. You own a yacht. You must be a big deal. You must have money. I'm going to listen to what you have to say. So, yes, you can have a JPEG of it, but unless you have the original, then it doesn't mean that you're actually the guy who has all the social standing behind it. Okay, but I still don't understand. You and I could walk in with the same picture. Right. One of us owns it. One of us doesn't. Mm-hmm. How does anybody know? Right. So, and that's where the blockchain comes in because I can verify, I can authenticate that I actually own it because I have the code associated with it that says this is the original. And if I choose to sell it or give it to somebody else, then that is transferred just like I would transfer cryptocurrency. If I would mm -hmm. transfer one of my Bitcoins to someone else, and then that transfer, that transaction is recorded on the blockchain as I transfer it from my wallet or my exchange to Michael Zuber's wallet or Michael Zuber's exchange, the record is made that you now own it for whatever reason, inherited it, bought it. However, now you and I don't own it anymore. You were the one who gets to flaunt it around just like selling a Lambo. Yeah, but okay. Again, you and I go up on stage. Mm -hmm. People looking at us no, don't know who owns it. Right, right. People in the audience, there's nothing they could do to see who owns it. The Not only, yet. Right, like... But one of us has what I'll call the key, for lack of a better term, right. that could show the key, and then somebody could take that key and validate that that's the picture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And the technology behind validating it hasn't gone mainstream yet. Not enough people have adopted it. But at some point, as more and more people are adopting cryptocurrency, becoming mm -hmm. familiar with blockchain, at some point, it will just be another app on our phone that we all, and I think probably where it's headed is it's going to be integrated with social media, or it will become social media, probably like LinkedIn. Imagine if 
your college diploma was an NFT. Now, your college minted in the year you graduated college, 2022, NFTs for all of their graduating students. And attached onto your LinkedIn profile is your authentication, your NFT of your diploma. Future employees can verify that it's real. Of course, we have to bring the technology to actually authenticate it and put it mainstream. Right. But at some point, it's not going to be used just for silly pictures of gorillas. It's going to be used for titles of houses, titles of cars. Yeah. When, you, when you get your, your high achievement award from your company for being the top salesman every year in a row, that's going to be an NFT. And you will be able to display your accolades instead of on a wall where you can see my two little 500. I got them from Michael Zuber. It will go on my LinkedIn profile because you'll have minted those so that everyone can authenticate it. And I can't just go scan a copy of that and make it look like I was a better student. You're going to be into it one day, Mike, and those will become NFTs and you'll be giving them out to your students. It might be a few years, but that's what's going to happen. So, so the real key to all of this is not the minting or the picture. It's the authentication. Right, exactly. Back to my, in my opinion. Well, no, I, I'm just playing with it right now in my head. Again, I go back to NFTs just being pictures. And again, they're more than that. They're, there's utility in that. But until the audience, because I'm, you know, 10,000 people, 100,000, until they know who's got it, right? They pick up their phone and they scan it like you scan menus at restaurants now. Mm. I like that. So it's the authentication. I get, I understand the value now. Because before you have the authentication or before that's mainstream, everybody can, everybody can rent a Lambo and hand it back. Right, right. But when you can authenticate and you've got the Lambo NFT, right. it says no mother blanker. Mm-hmm right there and then they could scan their phone and go yep that's that's not a fake lambo nft that is the lambo nft right. from 2022 december edition or whatever right right all right yeah, I, yeah, I get yeah. It. Okay. anyone can rent a lambo but until you can pull out the registration and show that it's registered to you as the legal owner of that lambo it's just a rented lamborghini and at some yeah. point, that Lambo's registration will become an NFT. The government will mint registrations for validity, for tracking purposes, yeah. for sale purposes. And you will be able to say, no, I didn't steal this Lamborghini or I'm not renting it. I own it. Here is the digital copy. Uh, plane tickets, concert tickets, all of these things will eventually become NFTs. And here's what's very interesting. Imagine you were able to somehow locate the very first ever ticket sold for the very first ever Nirvana concert, right? Yeah. Nirvana, big band. Unfortunately, we lost Kurt Cobain. Imagine the very first ticket that was ever sold to the first customer. I, I bet that would have some value, right? If we could find it, if it's not in a trash can somewhere in Seattle. Yeah. You know, we'd probably be like, hey, that has value. Now, at some point, when we start selling tickets, you know, these bands, these small bands that aren't popular yet will, will NFT out their tickets and someone will have their copy of the first ever one. And that will have value to be able to transfer it. And because of blockchain, you'll be able to see the entire history of who's owned that, that valuable item, whether it be the first ever concert ticket, or, you know, you have a digitized copy of Elvis's love letter to his girlfriend or something like that. Someone will own it and you'll be able to see everyone who's ever owned it. And that's where value comes in. It's a collector's item. Yeah, no, so I get it. So it's not the ownership for me. So I got the ownership part. I get it. But yeah, I didn't think about the validation and the ability to, because again, it's back to the rented Lambo. In today's social media world, anybody can have an orange Lambo. 
it, yes. you know, it costs you 1500 bucks a day or whatever it is. Right. <laughs> but right on your LinkedIn, on, on your different profiles, you've got these, I don't know, sticker or emblem or patch or whatever. Mm-hmm. I get it. All right. That's very helpful. So have you looked at what Gary V is doing? Cause again, I think creators yes. can do some pretty amazing things, right? Cause I, I believe what he's done is he's created his own Gary V personally drawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's created scarcity, meaning mm-hmm. num- numbered editions. Right. And most importantly, at least as I understand it, he's, he's getting a little piece every time that thing transacts, which mm-hmm. I think is genius. Right. Well, it's just like licensing rights to a song. You know, every time your song, every time Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You is played across every radio station in the country, right? She gets a couple of pennies for it. So as those NFTs that he created continue to transact forever, forever. you'll forever get a small piece of them. So long as they stay relevant and popular as they transact, he gets to be the government getting a little bit of the tax on it, a little tax on that transaction. Now, why are his NFTs valuable? Well, the reason are is because he's a famous person. If I, Mike Newton, created a bunch of NFTs, they don't really have much value. Um, If a famous yacht club creates NFTs and only gives them to their members who are all millionaires, and then if one of those guys decides to sell the cool-looking access to their yacht club, that has value. Gary Visa, multimillionaire, influencer, technology guy, when he creates an NFT, he's using his actual real-life clout for him being a celebrity to put value into those things. Now, there's only... there's only so many people who can actually do that. Famous celebrities, for instance. Um, and that's why the NFT market is very over flooded with not only is there board, board apes, there's royal rabbits. It's just a bunch of pictures of rabbits that look like the apes. And then there's like sheep. And then you know, people are just, okay, what can we do to make it sort of similar? And maybe someone will get on the hype train and we'll always have that greater fool theory where maybe someone else will pay more money. 99% of those will probably go to zero, especially when regulation comes in. But then when the technology bottoms out, or excuse me, when the value bottoms out, the technology will still be there and it'll start to be applied in ways that we've already talked about. That's awesome. This has been so helpful for me. Both these conversations on crypto, I get it more. And NFTs, I get a lot more because I got to admit, I didn't get the picture, but now I can see where this is going. So I appreciate it. How can people find you? Uh, People can find me, Millennial Mike, on YouTube, Google, Instagram. They can find me within your One Rental at a Time course. And before I get roasted in the comments, I know there was thousands of things that we did not talk about. And my analogies are all very poor because they're analogies. So you can roast me in the comments all you want, but we're breaking it down as simple as possible. (laughs) This is NFTs for dummies. No offense, Mike. You look great. (laughs) (laughs) No, absolutely. So again, if you have feedback or thoughts, leave it. If you are going to roast them or be nasty, it's my channel. I'll delete it. So okay. you're not, you're not going to pick on my experts. You want to pick <laughs> on me? Go ahead. You're not going to pick on my experts. Thanks, buddy. No problem.